Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. And later, Jesus stood before Pilate and said, You say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? Well, Jesus is truth, and his word is truth. Uh, And you can believe the truth. And as controversial as this is, you do not have to believe lies either. I teach a weekly theology class at Anchor Lutheran School. And this week, I love it because uh, they're middle schoolers and Middle schoolers are all sorts of weird, and, um, you know, I'm probably still developmentally stuck at uh, seventh grade anyways, and so I fit in very well with them, and it's great. But uh, when I walked in this week, they were talking about this idea that we live in some sort of simulation, Um, basically the idea, the plot of the 1999 film The Matrix, and I love this sort of thing because it's, it's... I mean, it's interesting, and it's an interesting line of thought to pursue. How do you know reality? How do you know truth? How do you know that what you are experiencing, what you are feeling, what you are sensing, smelling, tasting, how do you know that that's actually real? What if we are all just part of some sort of computer program and the robots really are in charge. Now the philosophers talk about existentialism. What's the meaning of life? Epistemology. How do you know things? And ontology. What are things? And these kids, these middle schoolers, are dealing with these things. Even if they have never come across Descartes or Derrida, they ask the same question as Pilate. Quid est veritas? What is truth? Now, one of the students said that he had come across the Matrix because it was on a list of female-directed films. The film was directed in 1999 by two brothers, Andy and Larry, who are now known as Lily and Lana. Two men made this movie, and now it's listed as a movie that was made by women. Now, if you weren't around in 1999, then you might not know this. And I even wondered for a moment, I was like, uh, maybe I'm mistaken as to who directed this, but there it is. I was not remembering things wrong. But that's where we are today. What is truth? Kind of whatever I want it to be. Well, that is bad. That's demonic. And you don't have to believe the lies. And you should believe the truth. The only problem that we have, though, is that we are addicted to lies. We love lies. We want to lie. We want people to lie to us. And then you know how it goes when you lie to someone... Then you have to tell another lie in order to make the first lie consistent, 
and then you have to make up another thing, and that's just how it goes, and all these things build up on one another, and all of a sudden you're sitting on this throne of lies, and you can't really take it apart, except for when someone finds out that you've been lying to them for this whole entire time, and that is what we have been doing for thousands of years as human beings, to the point where we can't even tell a 14-year-old boy that a man is a man. And I didn't think that we needed to make the world any more confusing for these young people, these young men and women. But truth, truth is sometimes very challenging. But at least truth isn't a lie. It's a really good thing that the Lord created us, male and female. And when your truth aligns with the capital T truth of the Lord, when your truth aligns with Jesus, then your life will actually be better. But of course, this is hard. It's challenging. Telling the truth is tough enough that the ancient Scythian warriors, who could not be defeated by anyone else in the world, they trained their warriors to do two things, shoot arrows from the back of a horse, which I don't even know how you do that, but even probably more difficulty to tell the truth. That's it. Shoot arrows and tell the truth. Rather than telling people what you think they want to hear, tell the truth. Now, it makes sense. I mean, could you run an army if people aren't telling the truth? If the people on the front lines are telling you things that you, they think you want to hear, oh, yeah, it's going great, it's going great. And then you go in and it's not going great. I mean, you could do that but it wouldn't go very well. You wouldn't last very long. So just tell the truth. But why do we lie? Lying is just about the stupidest thing you could do. To believe things that aren't true and then to ask others to believe things that aren't true and to then base your life on these things that don't hold up anywhere. What's the point? Basing your life on nothing? And yet, here we are, surrounded by lies. Who can even tell what is true? The Lord created a beautiful world for us with everything that we needed. There's one tree we're not supposed to eat of. I mean, it has some purpose, just not for us to eat it. Oh, well. Eve saw that the tree was good for eating, though. She knew better. She believed a lie. And here we are, the children of liars, who are the children of liars, children of the devil, liars ourselves. So it's very difficult to speak the truth. And it is also difficult to believe the truth. The reason why they hate Jesus, pick up stones to kill him, is because he tells them the truth. He is the truth. D 
demons entice us with lies and they all sound very good and they all sound very pleasing. What lies are you believing? What lies are you telling? We all know that the people out there, all the bad people are lying all the time, but what about you? Are you the baptized, the people who are clothed in Christ's righteousness, the people who are forgiven sinners, the people whose guilt has been taken away by the blood of Jesus Christ? Are you forgiven sinners holding hands with demons? Do you kind of like the lies? Well, one of our goals here in the church is to tell the truth. So every week we practice this. If you get here on time, if we say we are without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It's kind of wild. Jesus doesn't cast you away for telling the truth, but he draws you ever closer to himself. We would think that you would come in and say, basically, I've broken all the rules that this place is established on. We would say, well, then we've got to kick you out. But instead, the opposite happens. Instead, you're just brought closer. One of the conditions for receiving the Lord's Supper in Lutheran churches is that you have been examined and absolved. Confession and absolution. They always go together. And we've kind of turned this into this strange notion that if you just take a class for a certain amount of time, we'll just say you're good. We call that confirmation. And then why bother with confession and absolution? Well, these things draw you closer to Christ. See, the lie that the demons have for you is that if you confess your sins, he will push you away, that he doesn't want to have anything to do with us dirty, rotten, scoundrel sinners. The lie is that we'll banish you because of your sin. The lie is that you can't come to Christ because of your sin, because you're too sinful. The lie is that your sins keep you away and out of the church. But the truth is, is that a confessed sin is a dead sin, and a dead sin has no power over you. The truth is that the forgiveness of your sins is your reality. Your sins were nailed to the cross with Jesus. Leave them. He has taken them from you. He has died with them. And he is raised from the dead without them. Believe that truth. And the truth, this truth, will set you free from a world of lies that is run by demons. He sends out his light and has come to you. Tell the truth. Jesus is truth. In the name of Jesus. Amen.